Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Cast Conversations. Today, I am joined by Anthony. Hello, Hello Anthony. Oh. <laughs> Wait, say it again? I didn't hear you. I said, hello, Prosperous Phil. Oh, thanks. Keeping the tradition going. That's right. <laughs> All right. Today, uh, Jeremy is not with us because I think he might be throwing up. He's a little <laughs> sick. So, uh, thoughts and prayers out to Jeremy. Hopefully, he feels better. He'll be back with us next episode. Hopefully, because we've got a guest recording tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't have to do it alone. I hope not, but, you know, that's why I'm here. Covering that's right. Get these episodes flowing just because I know those Disney fans out there love to hear them. And they That's love the right. discount code CAST15 to save their purchase on Wicked Good. <laughs> and if you guys haven't already caught on, Anthony's kind of our fill-in guy. Um, if we need another, because so I don't have to do the episode alone, it's a little better having a conversation with another person. And uh, if you guys have any suggestions on how I can get better at this, I like constructive criticism sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I just want you guys to be enjoying my presence here. I know I'm not no Jeremy, but I like to uh, do what I can for this podcast. Any suggestions will help Anthony. We know he's not the greatest, but <laughs> we, we allow him to do it anyways. That's right. But, <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Did you know on this day in Disney history, Mickey's Choo Choo was released, the 11th cartoon in the original series? Wow. So... I'm I'm gonna guess that was about a train. I hope Mickey's choo choo. I mean choo choo. That's what a train makes, so it only makes sense. Yeah. And did you also know the same history? Walt Disney's wonderful World of Color aired. Huh. That was I think I remember hearing about that a lot uh, at Disney, just because it was very significant for uh, just television in general. And cartoons being in color. The more you know. Mm -hmm. Other news. Walt Disney World is open with Magic Kingdom and two resorts. This ain't history. 1931. Did you know about 10,000 people came, I believe, in one year? Roughly 11 million people visited Walt Disney World. So, grew grew pretty rapidly. Word, Word got out and... Everybody's like, I need to go to Disney World. I wonder uh, how Magic Kingdom's doing today. I wonder if it's still running or if it closed like 20 years ago. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to go with, I think it might be open. I don't know. I think it might end up like Blockbuster Video was big at one time. Then like people uh-huh. just weren't interested anymore and just didn't show up anymore. Yeah, that might be it. But last fact of the day, this day in history, October 1st, the growl broke for Epcot in 1979. It took three years to build Epcot. That's, uh, that's, that's a long time for anticipation. I know, but hey, three years, it was worth it. says by far one of yeah. the more interesting. It's more adult oriented, but you gotta love it. So good. Gotta yeah, love all I, the- I- what I said, you gotta love all the culture in that uh park. That's right. Yeah, they got a lot of culture, and I know another um interesting 
fact a little bit is the park's capacity is, I believe, 85 or 86,000 people. And they have not reached capacity since. Can you guess when? Any idea? Uh, the, the opening of it? No. What? No. When? When you and I came and recorded a vlog with Connor? Yeah, it was that day. Everybody wanted to uh, be in the vlog? No, it was it was New Year's Eve, 1999. Oh. Yeah, just because I know that information at the back of my head. <laughs> it was the turn of the, turn of the millennium. Oh, but other than all those facts, today <laughs> is the day that we record the most highly suggested podcast that people have been waiting for. This is the podcast, What People Want, Phil. This is the one they need. The one they need to hear. And what what is what what do they need to hear, Phil? Food. Everybody needs to hear food. Yes. Today we'll be talking about restaurants around Disney parks and resorts. And even Disney Springs. And a little surprise at the end. But <laughs> you guys gotta keep listening because the surprise is worth the wait. And obviously we did not cover every restaurant at Disney. We uh, mainly well. covered the more popular ones and the ones we've been to, uh, there's just so many options at Disney and there's just no way to try. There's no way to talk about them all. Right. So we'll give in our best feedback to all these restaurants. Hopefully if you guys haven't been to them, we'll persuade you into going to them. Um, I'm very, a big food connoisseur. So when I talk highly of something, it's actually, pretty good. <laughs> I'm a picky person when it comes to atmospheres. <laughs> that's very true here you got high class when it comes to eatery if, if my bill is not triple digits i didn't do it right <laughs> all right we're gonna go ahead and get it started off rolling right into it we kind of categorized them by parks and then um disney springs and resorts and then a little little extra surprise category at the end uh so starting it off, we went with Hollywood Studios, and what is one the one we're t- or one of the ones we're talking about, Anthony? The first one that we'll talk about is Sci-Fi Drive-In Dinner. So what diner. that is? Diner dinner. Sorry, <laughs> North Dakota. Uh, can't read. Uh, we're not too educated up here in the Midwest part of North Dakota. Uh, <laughs> diner. Sci-Fi Drive-In Diner. Um. So it's basically self-explanatory. It's just a nice big open area, and they have cars, a, shape, a table shaped as cars. Yeah, they're not real cars. No. And they have, like, a big screen playing, like, 50s cartoons. I don't know if it's Disney or No, it, it's, not, it's not Disney cartoons, which it's, it's kind of really old. So as the name Sci-Fi Drive-In Diner suggests, it's old sci-fi shorts sure. kind of. Um, they're like five to 10 minutes long usually. And, uh, the, I guess the one that problem I had with it when I went was they didn't have enough shorts to like cover the entire time we were eating. Yeah. So like I saw, I saw a few multiple times. So, right. I, I, I mean, it was like, oh, I've already seen this one. I mean, 
in their defense, I mean, it's a family restaurant, so they they shouldn't be watching the film the whole time because they're right. going to be like admiring the atmosphere and talking mm-hmm. with their family. But I I thought it was because uh, I didn't really watch the short just because like it was just too weird for me. It, it was weird. Like yeah. I said, cookie guy with my atmosphere to food. Um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy it though, just because like drive-ins aren't too common in America anymore. So it just had a cool feeling to it. Um, the food itself, it was to me, it's kind of isn't it a quick service, but it's just Jib, pretty much. They just have your basic like right. hamburgers, just stuff like that. You were serving a uh, diner back in the day, like fifties, because that's like the time frame it was. Isn't like most of Hollywood studios restaurants like in that time frame, like old fashioned? I guess yeah, that's kind of the theming of the entire park kind of like a it's supposed to be like the hollywood film studios back in the day i guess um i never really needed jeremy when we've been in podcasts but this is a quite that's the question i need jeremy for on this one but he's back home puking so he can't be talking (laughs) a big interview tomorrow yep he better be ready uh all right going on to the next one Okay. Yeah, you can go start off with that one. All right. So the next one is the 50s Primetime Cafe, which Anthony and I are both big fans of. Yes. Um, I'll let let you explain kind of how the theming of this one. So it's basically uh, set as a kitchen in the 50s. Um, They have like a booth that was found in most houses back in the 50s. Um, they have like chandeliers, and it just feels like a home. And they have like random like stoves and like tiny old fashioned TVs all around the place. And the waiter or waitress acts like your parent. And it's like I know my waitress came up to me and was like, "Hey, honey, um, I know you had a long day. What do you want me to get you to drink?" And just like stuff like that. So it, basically, the waitress is just a character, like a mom figure in the fifties. But yeah, I mean, my uh, my uh, our waiter made my sister and I go to the bathroom and wash our hands before yeah. uh, before we got our food. And when we came back, he asked us what color the soap was to make sure we actually washed our hands. Yes, um, I remember that now because we didn't get our silverware until like the food was there. Uh huh. And I had my elbows on the table, and like the lady came around with the menu and like smacked my elbow. And she was <laughs> down, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just, it's kind of like, I don't know. There's this place in Minneapolis where the people treat you wrong, like they're mean to you. Oh, is it? Um... I, know, I know the name of it, but I don't know. This is a family. Yeah. Home. No, it's uh, Dick's Last Resort. There you go. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like that in a minor way because they mean good by it, but at that Dick's Last Resort, they mean to hurt your feelings. Right, right. But yeah, because you get like at 50s prime time, you get like a meal, a dessert with meal since you like prepay. I, will, I know you can go there if you have like the meal plan, family meal plan. Mm-hmm. So I would highly suggest if you guys ever go there with like the meal plan to go there because you get... I wouldn't say you get a lot of food, but just the experience makes it worth it. Yeah, and uh, 
I know a big popular dessert is their peanut butter and jelly sh- shake. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, I think they have like apple crisps too. Mm-hmm. I love apple crisp. Theirs, theirs isn't like quite the best because it's like not doesn't taste homemade or what I'm used to, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean their uh, their food choices are your basic like fried chicken, meatloaf, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Stuff your your mom would make you when you're younger, pretty much. It was kind of funny because I got like the meatloaf and it was like not the highest of like uh, quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like not enough to get me full. So like when the waitress came back, I wanted to like test her and be like, oh man, I saw that you had a lot in the oven so I could go for some seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, well, you know, we got to save that for lunch tomorrow. I'm like, dang, that's actually a good answer. I'll let her be. <laughs> that is a good answer. So yeah, I gave her a decent tip because she dealt with my stupidness and uh, her foolishness, and I don't know, she just played her character really well. Yeah, that I mean, that's a good, good character right there, and that is a way to way to uphold the show, Keith. I know, keeping the show alive, it's a good show, as the people at Disney want. That's right. So should we? Shall we move on? A lot to cover. Yes, we do. So next, we're moving on to Epcot. Arguably, in my opinion, one of the best places or best places to get food. Yes. Um, I, me and my family have said if they could figure out a way to allow you into the park just to go eat at the really good restaurants, that would be awesome because. I mean, we would be more inclined to just go there for one meal and then, like, leave not even ride any of the rides or anything. And be, just because the there's so many good restaurants to try there. Um, but there's an earth, and you just get there's variety everywhere. Like, if you're like, man, I'm feeling Mexican food, you can have Mexican food. Mm-hmm. If you're like, man, I could use some Italian, like some spaghetti or some pasta. They have it, so they have like yeah. anything you could ever want there. Yeah, and yeah, like Canada, they have a steakhouse, so yeah, yeah literally just about everything. Same with like America too, they just have right. like a place and everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, we, we're, we're going to talk about a few. Not going to talk about every single restaurant at Epcot, mm-hmm. even though we could because they're all good. Um, starting, But starting it off with probably one of my favorite restaurants on Disney property is the Beer Garden restaurant at the German pavilion and I for me I, I just like it so well partially like it because it's a buffet so yes. uh, you, all, all you can eat everybody knows what we think about what, what was we that love them. I said everybody knows what we think about buffets yeah yep they're the best uh, but so the theming is obviously German and you go in, and they're, um, I haven't had to, I wasn't able to get it because I wasn't 21 yet, but they have, like, different German beers that you can get in a Stein, which is really cool. It is, uh, it's like fam, what, what do they call it, the seating style where you can, you will yeah. probably get seated with another family if you don't have like more than 
five people pretty much. Um, I, I guess that's how it is in Germany. Um, so they keeping it authentic. Uh, and then another thing, they're what? What do you call the band that plays? I don't know, like a gigolo. <laughs> that isn't what. I don't know. We'll just call it a German band or whatever you call them. Um, polka band? Polka? <laughs> polka. That, that, that sounds more realistic. Um, Gigolo and a mariachi. Uh, but yeah. So they will... So they'll play and kind of just use um, native German instruments. And they kind of explain them what they all are while playing music uh, to go along with the ambiance of your dining experience. And then the food, they got different types of sausages. Uh, what else? Obviously, they got sauerkraut. I think some like baked potatoes and mashed potatoes, I believe they had. Mm-hmm. I think they just had like a different assortment of meats. Yeah, they have... They have quite a bit of different meats. Um, um, I think, do they have a dessert bar there? Yep, they got yeah. dessert too. Uh, several different types of dessert, which that was good as well. Uh, anything uh, else about beer garden? Um, beer garden, yeah. Like for uh, person, like at our time, jeez, uh, I uh, <laughs> got choked on my own rock in there. Um, People that are below 21, they have this drink that's like half Fanta, half Coke. Yes. And that yeah. is so good. So if you're. Or is it Fanta and root beer, I think? Fanta and root beer. Something. If you explain it to the waiter, they'll understand like immediately. Yeah. And every now and then, like when the. When a polka band's out there, they'll like. So bang their glass. You'll bang your glasses on the table and they'll go like, oi, oi, oi. You get. Oh, you got a. Uh... Dicky ducky, dicky ducky. Oi, oi. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. So, like, it's never boring there. Like, the band takes like a 20 minute break, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's just a fun experience. And, like Phil said, it's all you can eat. Like, they ain't kicking you out. You can have all the sausage and bratwurst you want. Um, very, it's very good food, too. Like, with buffets, people just think it's like cheap and stuff. No, that stuff is. Yeah, bottom. it's it's high quality food. Like you, sure. and like for cast members, you get a like good deal at Beer Garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you get a nice discount. Yeah, so that's like one of the more discounted places for Beer Garden. But um, Phil and our roommates went there. Like, did we go twice? I I went a total of four times during my college program. Yeah, I went twice. I went with like my parents. yeah. We we went together twice. I know that. Yeah, so I went with my parents and then you twice, so I went there a total of three times. Yeah. You'll, you'll leave that place hating yourself, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you stuff yourself, but it's so good. So right. good. So that's what I have to say about Beer Garden. Overall, I'd give that place an 8 out of 10 or 9. Oh, I'd, give it a, I'd give it a solid 9.3 probably. Yeah, I'll go 9 then because it's just fun. Yeah. All right, okay. go ahead with the next one. So moving on from beer garden, we're going to talk about the in Norway they have a prince a princess lunch, or I think it's princess lunch, yeah, or whatever. Um, 
just from overall my experience, I kind of got finessed into going. Um, <laughs> finessed. Right? Because, you know, the person we talked about on my first podcast, I mean, because her mom was in town. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's like all you can eat. But it's all you can eat crackers and cheese. <laughs> so All you can eat crackers and cheese. Crackers and cheese. Yes. And like breads. And I'm like, okay. So blah, blah, blah. then the meal, it's like a high class type of dinner. So like the food, you don't get a large amount. And mm-hmm. that doesn't swing well with me because I'm a hungry boy. And I... <laughs> And I like me a good quantity. <laughs> right. Um, so I got like these meatballs and mashed potatoes. And it was like three bites. I got like two meatballs on top. And all that sorts of stuff. But like if you have. If you're into characters. It's really cool. Because like all the princesses are there. Um, and they no matter how old you are. They'll be like deep in the character. So mm-hmm. if you want to bring like your little sister there for you if you want to bring trisha there because i know trisha would be all giddy for the princesses oh Um, yeah it's like really cool but you know me being a you know hungry dude that doesn't find princesses that intriguing it wasn't like the best for me and i thought it was really overpriced Mm -hmm. that's disney that's just the magic for you so (laughs) don't take my word for it i feel like you're really into like character dinners it's really cool but I'm a hungry guy that doesn't care about princesses, so I thought it wasn't the best. <laughs> and sometimes with character dining, if you're not that into it, it's kind of just like, let me let me eat my food, man. I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm trying like, to enjoy yeah, my meal. I'm trying to eat, and uh, then like the characters are like, you want a picture? Then <laughs> we'll just say this person's name is... Um, let's think of a girl's name, Sandra. <laughs> Sandra would be like... Um, let's, uh, let's get a picture. And I'm like, can I enjoy my mashed potatoes and meatballs? I got a whopping two bites. I got to enjoy <laughs> And I'm only one bite in. <laughs> with, like that's uh, with, with the uh, princesses, who do you think does the best job in character generally? Snow White was the best. Snow White? Yeah, because she was like, I don't know if you like saw anything, but there's some little fellas I'm missing around here. <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, you mean the dwarves? That's clever. Just because, like, I'm hungry. Um, I didn't say that. You mean the dwarves? Said they're over there. Go get them. I know. She goes, oh, and she like ran away. But uh, <laughs> Sleeping Beauty was by far like the worst. Oh, really? Why is that? Because she, the well, the character at the time just did not seem into it. Mm-hmm. She was just like, oh, beautiful morning to you. I'm, I'm feeling kind of tired, and I'm like, oh. Clever, Sleeping Beauty, tired. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of tired. I know, it was just like that, but like if you were like a little girl that enjoyed princesses, it would be like a very like magical, meaningful moment. So mm-hmm. if I was like 10 years younger, I would enjoy it. Just because sure. I enjoyed me some princess movies when I was younger. Not afraid to admit it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. So. The characters are fun when you're younger. Yeah, but we can move on away from that because because I just on next one. It's just a good explanation of it. Yeah, that, that was good. Um, wait, were were the new princesses there? Just one other question. 
like uh, uh, Elsa. No, it was all old fashioned. Oh, really? Even oh, though it was no, in no, Norway. Elsa, no, Elsa and them came at the end. Oh, okay. Because it's basically it's kind of their pavilion. Right. It's like their pavilion, and like, um, if Elsa and them came at like the same time, like a lot of the this generation isn't too aware of like Snow White and like Sleeping. Sure. They're more aware of like Elsa and uh, Anna. Yeah. So they just came at the end just so they could go table at a table just because mm-hmm. if they were there, like that's all the kids would care about. They wouldn't care about all the other princesses coming in. So they're yeah. smart on their behalf. I will say that. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. So yeah. moving on, uh, we're going to do one more pavilion kind of, I guess. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mexico pavilion just cause uh, we felt the quality of food there is just tremendous and it feels very authentic. Right. And so like at Epcot in every country, only people from that country can work there. Like for instance, if you can go, if you go to the Mexico pavilion, everybody from that works there is from Mexico. Yeah. And And all the other countries, the same thing. Yep. Like when I went to, um, the princess dinner is really hard to under like get catch up on the accent because they had a very strong Norwegian accent because everybody mm-hmm. that is from Norway, which it's so it's super cool in my opinion because then um, they're they know how to cook all the food which makes it good and in my opinion Mexican food is by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they knew like how to like whip up some good you know fajitas and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. So good. And. One of the one of the times I went to the beer garden with my family, uh, my dad was kind of just asking our waitress a few questions um, because she was from Germany. So he was kind of just asking like where in Germany she was from and stuff like that. And so then she asked us where where we were from, and we said, "Oh, we're up in Illinois. If you know where that is at all." And she was like, "Oh, I'm not completely sure, but." She's like, I've been up to Chicago. Is that close? And, I was like, and we were like, yeah, that's uh, that's in Illinois. So um, we, we were like, we're pretty close to Chicago. So, yeah, everybody knows Illinois by Chicago. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that, it was kind of it's it's interesting hearing um, the international programs members, uh, their stories and things like that. But yeah, Mexico, we got uh, just their just their chips and guacamole. Some of the best guacamole I've ever had, probably. Oh, super good as well. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's unbelievable just how good their food actually is. Never can go wrong with some queso. Yep, good old chips and queso. I'll have to I'll have to bring you to a this Mexican restaurant that Trisha and I really like. Up by Chicago, very authentic. It's uh, it's really good. And make my way down to the good old Illinois. That's right. So before we move on to the next one, we'll throw it to a quick commercial break. Hopefully you enjoy the ads we have for you. If not, just go ahead and skip them. But you can skip them. <laughs> you can just press like the fast forward thirty seconds or whatever. Jeez, that's a, ten minutes I could have got back the last time I listened to your podcast. <laughs> commercials aren't that long, are they? No, not they're not bad. 
we'll 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 be right back. All right. See you guys in a second. Man, I don't know about you, Phil, but I'm exhausted after all those ads. Um, yeah. Let's try. Uh, let's try. <laughs> hey, Phil, do you like Disney things? I mean, have you seen my room? Okay, you're right. You're right. Do you like an assortment of Disney gadgets, gizmos, who's its, what's its, and thingamabobs? Yeah, of course. Well, then you should head on over to Treasures Untold Thrift on Instagram. They have over 30 things on their website and on their page of different who's its, what's its, and all things Disney. I mean, sounds like the website for me, personally. It's the website for you. Uh, their things are not expensive at all, uh, ranging from uh, a few dollars to $20. Um, their newest thing is a Winnie the Pooh cake pan that was uploaded on August 16th. So everything's new um, and fresh, and they're they're helping to keep things out of the landfill by reusing for resale. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're constantly posting new things, so... And uh, you told me your favorite thing was the uh, the Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, they got a Sorcerer Mickey coin bank on there. Do you have anything else you like on there? Um, yeah, I like the... Uh, they have, like, a the Storm... Wait, what's her name? Um, uh, Captain Phasma. Yeah, yeah. Captain Phasma mug, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. They also have a, um, oh, our guest Madison would like this. They have a Kermit uh, Mickey ear oh, type yeah. thing. So yeah, head on over there. Um, we're going to be doing a giveaway with them, so keep a lookout for that. Uh, thank you, guys. i bring this up, beat a little bit, get people more into the podcast again. All um, right. So... Next, we'll be talking about Animal Kingdom Quick Services. We got three fun restaurants to talk about. Um, so, yeah, the first one that we will be talking about is the Flame Tree Barbecue. Um, I know from my perspective, it, it's really good brisket. Brisket and mac and cheese is what I always get from there. You can mm-hmm. never go wrong with anything at that restaurant. Their pulled pork is pretty good as well. Uh, and it's, it's so irresistible because every time you walk by, you just smell it and... It immediately just draws you into it. Correct. So it's it's hard not to get it. Highly suggested that you guys gotta try it once. Yeah, and get the mac and cheese as the side, or barbecue mac and cheese. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 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 I'm sweating. Good stuff. Good thing I'm making dinner after this episode. Oh, me too. <laughs> what are you eating for dinner? Um, I'm thinking about making some uh tacos after talk about uh, mexico because oh yeah that's that's a good idea i'm making this ranch chicken skillet thing Mm, breaking wings (laughs) i did make i made wings for uh monday night football last week for the bears game yeah those bears we don't talk about that now i'm sad all right moving on to uh another restaurant in animal kingdom that is Highly, uh, I went into that and didn't have a word for that. Um, But the Pandora restaurant, um, it's kind of like a kind of like a rice bowl restaurant. My sister really enjoys it. I had it's kind of interesting that she enjoys it because she's picky. But and it this restaurant's a little different. It's not your usual food, but very good. Kind of like a stir fry kind of place um very good uh they also have the green beer in pandora don't recommend it i do not interesting it was it wasn't very good to me oh the more you know and phil likes his beer i do i'm a i am a beer connoisseur i like trying all different kinds Mm, that's the bad Uh, mood 
Yeah, yes, it is. I'm I'm very I'm very dad like when it comes to beer. <laughs> uh so another one. Did you have anything to say about Pandora restaurant, Anthony? Oh, no, I've never been to this one or the next one that you're about to talk about. So I'm just kind of listening for and learning myself. All right. So I just went to this one this past summer, and it it's probably one of my new favorites. It's called Yak and Yeti. Uh, it's a sit-down restaurant as well, a little, a little more on the expensive side. But my dad and I both shared, uh, like, we we both got appetizers, and then we just shared them because we we saw them, and we we both wanted both of those things so we're like let's just get them both and share them one was uh uh we went to hawaii two summers ago and we tried the tuna poke there for the first time it's kind of like raw tuna with and then they kind of just season it interestingly and it's really good and so they had um tuna poke as an appetizer so we had to get that, and I don't remember what our other thing was, but it was both. They were both really good. So highly recommend that. They have a lot of different options there as well. It's kind of a, I guess it's more of an Asian food restaurant because it's in the Asia part of Animal Kingdom. That'd be super good. What did you say? I said that'd be super good. Oh yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it. All right, you ready to? Move on to the big one. Well, let's get her done. All right, moving on to Magic Kingdom. Probably the most popular park just because it's the icon. Icon, that's where the castle is. That's, yep. Uh, that's Walt's baby right there. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, I'll let, you, I'll let you go into it since I just got, I just talked about those last two. Oh, that's all right. The first one that we'll talk about is Be Our Guest. So um, from my experience... I only went to the breakfast section of it, and I got like a croissant, and they served that with some potatoes. It's technically a quick service, but um, what you do is you order off a machine when you go in there. Well, that's what I did, at least. And then they set you at a table with a nice little GPS thing, and you have three sections to choose from. You can either sit, well, I don't know. Do they automatically assign you somewhere? No. So, okay, at the, um, just for record, I've done uh, breakfast and I've also done dinner. Uh, I, I personally like the dinner a little bit more. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if the breakfast was quite worth the money. You're paying for the experience, really. Right. Um, the, food was, the food was okay for breakfast. The food for dinner was... Pretty good. Limited options, but the food was good. Um, so for the breakfast, though, you get to choose where you sit. Um, and then dinner, you get seated. Okay, because I know I got to... So they have three parts. They have the library, the ballroom, and the Beast's bedroom where the flower is. The West Wing. West Wing. And yep. I, I sat in the West Wing just because that's like one of my favorite parts of the movie is the flower part. Mm-hmm. So most people uh, sat in the ballroom because that's like the most iconic part of the movie. And it's it's like the biggest area too. Right. But yeah, overall, I would give it a go if you guys never been to it. And don't forget to try the gray stuff because it's delicious. Yes, I did try it. It was delicious. The gray is pretty good. 
Uh, the West Wing was definitely cool. Uh, yes. I thought I thought it was very well themed and all the decor and stuff was awesome. The right. only the only issue I'd say it's it for some people it's probably a little dark. It is really dark in there, but occasionally like some lightning will go off and then like you'll see like a piece of the pedal fall like in the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, you see, and that like resets itself afterwards. But overall, that's so cool to see. Yeah, I bet. So, so you'll take over the next one because I've not been to this one because yeah, but I talked about my princess experience. Let's see. <laughs> Time to talk about another princess dining experience. Let's head on over to Cinderella's Royal Table in Cinderella's Castle for um, your dining experience there. I know that it's very hard to get a reservation here. So um, if you can do it way in advance uh it's kind of difficult it's it's definitely difficult to get in there just because it's really popular but um so you're you kind of you're up on like the second or third floor of cinderella's castle it's kind of just a big room um and i don't remember what i had to eat i know it was it was good Uh, it was good food but they have all the classic um princesses come out one at a time and meet you and it, it's kind of cool because they announce the princesses like they would in a movie like they have the one dude be like here he here he uh now announcing uh princess cinderella or something like that so apply. what you should apply to be the person that announces <laughs> That would, that would be a heck of a job. I don't know about that one. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Was definitely cool. Another one if you're if you're in for into a character dining experience, that's definitely a cool one. Just be especially because um, you also get a Cinderella meet and greet with a photo pass photographer before you go eat. So when you check in um, to the restaurant, you get in line for that pretty much. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Anything you got anything on that? No. I I you know my opinion on princess dinners. So <laughs> I'll, I'll keep the magic going with this podcast and not give my input on it. All right, go ahead. Oh, for the next one? Yeah, go ahead for the next one. All right, so this next one we're going to talk about is for if you're like kind of in like a little bit of a rush, I would suggest to go to Cosmic Race Starlight Cafe. They have just basic stuff like burgers, hot dogs, or is there other places? I know they have some pretty they good. Got like, they got a lot of options. They got like chicken sandwiches, chicken fingers, yeah, um, all that good stuff. What was that fun fact you were gonna say about it? So, um, it is it's. Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe has broken the record for busiest restaurant in the world. So basically, uh, they take into account how many entrees they serve in one day, and they hold the record for most entrees served in one day. Outstanding. Nice work to whoever had to work that day. I mean, it's definitely because they have, I think they have probably 20 
20 to 30 cash registers, and there's a line at every single one. No kidding. It's it's nuts. That one's very busy. I haven't been since... Uh, well, I guess I was there when they were in the process of renovating it still. Um, I have not seen the finished renovations. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't been there since our program, so... We may need to go visit Starlight uh, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafes here within the I next know. year. Yeah, then we can give a better intake. And go visit Galaxy's Edge, too. Oh, that too. Mm-hmm. I haven't found the Toy Story line yet. Oh, yeah, you're missing out on that. You know me and Toy Story. <laughs> All right, go on to the next next one that Anthony and I kind of both like. It's a little... I guess it's a little cheaper of an option, would you say? What, Cosmics? No, 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 the next one. Next one, Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you can go on with this one. Would you Would you say it's a little cheaper of an option? Sleepy Hollow, I don't think I went to that one. We both went to it together. It's the chicken oh, waffle thing. I am sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness yes sleepy hollow has some good waffle chicken sandwiches um, yeah um, phil i am sorry that is embarrassing <laughs> on my behalf i thought sleepy hollow was something else i don't i don't you know me i don't pay attention to names i pay attention to the food <laughs> yeah so like anthony said it's basically um like it it's like a sandwich place um but the the buns are waffles, I guess, and then yes. you get chicken in the middle. So basically, like chicken and waffles, but in sandwich form. Right. It's like something like you would want if, like, you know, you didn't really you had a late breakfast and you don't want to eat something too heavy because dinner's coming up, but you skipped lunch. That's like the place you want to go to. If yeah. Makes sense. Uh, um, yeah, that makes sense. So, because I know Phil and I were just like kind of hungry, and we just walked past it and we looked at the menu. And we're like, oh yeah, we'll have something here. So, I, I'm pretty sure we were we were debating on it because I think we were like, eh, we don't want to spend food. We don't want to spend money on food at the parks. It's just so expensive. It's got too expensive. Just because, like, sure, like if you go there for vacation, it's one thing, but if like you go there on a daily basis to just add up, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, we went to the parks pretty often, so you can't you can't be buying food every time you go. No, absolutely. Unless you go to you know beer garden where it's like fifty percent off, it's still expensive. But still. It was still like about forty dollars a person for us. That's insane. But sorry, Phil, on that Sleepy Hollow, I will take the L on that one. Sorry, yeah, you're killing me. Not the best co-host. <laughs> Jeremy will be back soon. <laughs> uh all right, the next one is a very popular place on Main Street, USA, in Magic Kingdom, uh, Casey's Corner. I haven't had it in a while, but I have had it before. I've had it quite a few. I know my dad and I got, like, the biggest one chili dog you can get. Um, I think I think they took that off the menu. What? I know. I, and people were upset about it. They took their, like, it was, like it, was a, it was longer than a foot long, wasn't it? Oh, it was huge. It was almost like 18 inches, I think. God, like, don't mean to get political in this podcast, but is Michelle Obama running Disney World Food Service now, or what? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I 
I don't know why they took it off, but people were disappointed. Because I'm, I'm that's probably the most popular item on the menu. I'm, okay. I'd have to imagine. So it's basically Casey Corner is like hot dogs, basically, but it's like ballpark food. So mm-hmm. you know, hot dogs are ballpark food, and I think they. I th- I don't know. Do they have things other than hot dogs there? Yeah, they have. Uh, they've got like chicken fingers and. Yeah, yeah, chicken strips and stuff. So, yeah, Casey's Corner, another. It's usually pretty busy in there, though. So. Yeah, especially like, like before and after the fireworks show. Oh, don't insane. don't even don't even try. Insane after fireworks show. That's when my dad and I went. Oh really? And people are hostile. Like you, this person, mm-hmm. part of one person. And then they were like, you cut us. And they're like, no, we didn't. And like, they almost got to a fist fight. And my dad's like, go order the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I got positioned there in one of my uh, pack shifts. And there was just, it's tough because you're trying to position people to watch the fireworks show. And then you got a line coming out of Casey's corner. And it's just brutal. But yeah, give Casey's corner a try. It's good for you. It is good. It's not good for you, but it is good. That's right. <laughs> I think it's time to go on to the big, big dog restaurants. All right. Sounds good. Moving on to Disney Springs and resorts. Oh, this one you're going to have to talk about. Mostly all of them, but I can contribute to one. You can start it off. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my personal favorite. I can go on and on about this, but we like to keep this nice and short for you. But this one might be a little bit longer to explain because I love it so much. We're going to be talking about at one of the best restaurants in Disney Resorts, the Hoopty Doo Review. Um, Hoopty Doo Review is at Camp, is it Camp Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness Lodge, or what's it called? It's at, uh, or I think it's at the campgrounds technically, but campgrounds at Fort Wilderness Lodge. Fort Wilderness. I went to a camp called Camp Wilderness when I was growing up, so I get those. Oh, really? Yeah, Boy Scout Camp. Nerd. Um, so, Fort Wilderness Lodge. Um, it's like an old-fashioned type. I don't know how to explain it. I can explain. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, I don't know what year, technically. But, it, I mean, it's a little older. It's like 1800s. Is it really supposed to be that old? Yeah, like... Because it reminds me of this Medora, the Medora musical that we have here in North Dakota. And it's like Western oh, okay. 1800 style. Okay. And that's what it reminds me of. So I assume. So it's basically a dinner and a show. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Phil still owes me a dinner and a show. We had a bet back in Florida and he never provided me a dinner and a show. I totally forgot about that. I do yeah. owe you a dinner and a show. I don't. What was the bet on? I don't even remember. Whoever finished the lowest got dinner. Oh, that's right. I placed that 17th, right. 17th. The only reason I know this is because of I watched some of Connor's vlogs the other day. Oh. Uh, but anyway, super do review. Dinner and a show. It's a fun show to watch. The the cast is super funny and they interact with the crowd. They be careful though, because they will disrespect your state if they come up to you. Um but the food there is, it's family style. So mm-hmm. they give you like fried chicken, ribs, corn, mac and cheese, baked beans. I think a lot. They do give you a ton. And like you basically get an hour to eat. 
and it's like all you can eat. Like you finish the chicken, they'll bring you some more chicken. Then at the end of the meal, well, do you get appetizers for it? You get like house salads first, don't you? Uh, yes, you get a salad to enjoy first um, as your appetizer, I guess. Do you get, is it bread? Yes, bread. Yeah. Bread and like butter and stuff. Yeah, I forget about that. Like that doesn't matter when the food comes out. You forget they even had an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, you get so much. You get so much food. You get a dinner and a show. All you can drink, whatever you want, um, even like alcohol of some kind. And then at the end, you get dessert, and it's strawberry shortcake. And that strawberry shortcake's also really good. So yeah, the yeah it, the everything is good. And remember how we got the uh, mac and cheese that one time, which you they usually don't give out, but for some reason yeah, we got I it. Remember it? And they're like, "Yeah, this is we just have mac and cheese." And I'm like, "All right." Yeah, like yeah. we're gonna give you guys some mac and cheese, and okay, sounds no, good. I'm not complaining. I love mac and cheese. Um, but then at the end of the thing, you get like a nice little what are those things called like washboards? Mm-hmm. I was literally just trying to find. This whole time, I was trying to find the video of you doing the washboard at the end. I was going to play, like, the sound of it. Yeah, so you get, like, a washboard, and you take your spoon, and it's like, makes a <laughs> sound. And uh, everybody does it while people are throwing their towels in the air, and it's, like, just a fun atmosphere. I use the word atmosphere a lot. Uh, <laughs> a fun venue, if you will. Mm-hmm. To somewhere you want to go with your family, your friends. It's just everywhere it's any activity you want you could be celebrating that you like got your wisdom teeth out and you'd be going there it's that fun the one one thing that was annoying to me is they like make you get there at least 30 minutes early oh and you have to you have to just stand there and wait outside for so long yeah it's because they're finished up like the other show yeah the tables really quick then you then it's your turn but in all honesty, if there's any place I would suggest you'd eat, Hoopty Doo Review. Yeah. Hoopty Doo Review was definitely a good one. Uh, went there twice. My family loved it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it is uh, fairly a high-priced ticket for non-cast members, but if you're a cast member, you get 50% off. So. Fun fact, that was the last place Bill and I ate together before he departed Disney. That is true. Yes, that is. Good times. So sad. But we can move away from Hoop to Do. I could get all into it. I, can, <laughs> I imagined. I can still imagine the show in my head. And oh um, yeah. Oh, it's cornbread. That was cornbread that we had. Mm, yep, that's right. Yep. the sh- oh. The show itself is so good too. It's like so- it's like it's good entertainment. Yes, like you get a lot of bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. We can move on from this. We can't spoil the whole show for the people. So. All right. So next one uh, is Chef Mickey's in the Contemporary Resort. Um, it's a big, it's a big breakfast place. Um, so I guess the food in general. Uh, start off with that. Is it was very good. You have so many options. Um, and you you they have like a they have a waffle bar and like a omelet bar so uh, that's buffet style too you can just go up and help yourself which is really good 
Uh, and then, so that is a character dining, which I actually, I enjoy that character dining because it's all the classic characters. So you see Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto. So you you don't really, there's not too many places where you can like meet all of them. But so yeah, they've, if you're wanting to see all those characters, that's a that's a good one to go to. Um, and then there, at some point during the meal, they just start uh, you you just start swinging your napkin above your head, um, <laughs> usually near the end. But it's it's funny because I remember we had like used our napkins a lot. And so we, we started like swinging them around and food just comes like flying off. And we, my, mom, <laughs> my mom's like, that is so gross. We, we should get like some clean napkins. Oh my, that's, it's the magical experience. That's right. You get the, you get the ambience, the ambiance of uh, the monorail going through the contemporary <laughs> too, over your head. That is pretty neat. burrito. So something so crazy that I, that they had was so they have the mickey shaped waffles or whatever and then you can throw whatever on them you know they had they had a specific spot for you to set your waffle to take a picture of it and like put it on instagram what yeah i um i saw i saw that and i was just in shock i i it's I was just, like, that's a sign of the times. That's a, this is the power of technology nowadays, dude. Mm-hmm. Like sooner or later, we'll be able to live stream all our uh, all our dinners just by, you know, snapping our fingers in the camera. Yeah, seriously. So okay. All right, we can move on to the next one. Um, I guess the next couple will be me since yeah. I'm going. For the next, like all these are all you, man. I have not been to any of them. <laughs> uh, so next one I have down is at Disney Springs. I've talked about it on the show once before. Do not remember which episode it was, but uh, is the Edison that me and my family went to just this past summer? Okay. It was, it was really good. The theming was awesome. I thought, um, and the food was tremendous. So. I highly recommend that one. It's uh, it's kind of set in the era of the Great Gatsby, the Roaring Twenties. Um, so I lo- I love that time era, the theming, everything about it was sweet. Uh, moving on to I guess another one that I like and Trisha likes a lot is Paradiso Thirty Seven. Um, Chips are free, dinner extra, Paradiso. <laughs> We have like a Paradiso restaurant up here. I don't know if that's like a chain. Oh um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is. Sorry, nobody probably understands what that was. I apologize. <laughs> uh, they, it's uh, so one thing that's good there is they have a pineapple burger. Ooh, it's uh, it's really good. Uh, you wouldn't you you kind of think like pineapple on a burger? Eh, that sounds kind of weird, but the flavor is so good. Really good. And then if you're looking for a popular dessert place, head on over to the Yacht and Beach Club and try out Beaches and Cream. And we've definitely talked about this on our 
on a few episodes before, sometimes with guests, uh, just because usually in our Instagram investigation, they have a picture of themselves with the uh, kitchen sink. And so they've talked about that before. It's just a whole montage of all their flavor, all the flavors. I think it's like eight or nine scoops of ice cream. Yeah, I know. I saw so many of my friends go to there and I was just kind of, kind of makes me sad because like, that was like such a hip thing to do. Yeah. We should have, we should have done it. You know, I bet you if you, Connor Paxson and I went there, they finished six for hungry big boys. We should, we would have had to get two. Yeah. No kidding. One each. (laughs) Uh, But the only, the only problem with it is it's expensive. And it melts. And when it melts, like it's just not that much enjoyable. Right, I think the kitchen sink I think is like thirty six or thirty seven dollars. Yeah, I'm split between four. It's only ten each. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, I mean, I I went there and I got their food as well, and I didn't have the kitchen sink, but I had some other dessert item, but it's definitely good. So, but I mean, it is a it's a very small restaurant. So, um, go during the week and sometime. If you go like in the middle of the day, you'll have no issue at all getting in. But if you try around dinner time or anything like that, uh, you're definitely gonna need a reservation. I don't know it was that small. <laughs> yeah, it's a they. So they have they it, the restaurant's almost divided into two sections. Uh, one side's basically just for dessert, and the other side's meant for like actually sitting down to eat. And, I mean, if you're sitting down to eat, I think there might have been, like, seven or eight tables in there to eat wow. at. Yeah. Just because a lot of people visit that and a lot of people hear about uh, the ice cream there. So, a lot of people are going to want to go to that. Yeah, I know. They need. They almost need to expand it. No kidding. Sorry. Might just, you know, give, gives the people a nice more... Uh, less hectic atmosphere is maybe what they go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. You can uh, you can introduce our surprise category. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you have been waiting for this surprise restaurant category. I think this, what, Phil, what do you say? This is probably the more elite uh, section of you, the you. It is a special section, that's for sure. Like we didn't even get get consent from the inspiration for the <laughs> but we're doing it anyways. This man, I don't even know if I want to say it just because I know everybody here is like biting their nails because they're getting so jittery. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, is the Paxton's choice part That's of right. These are Paxton, one of the high, most highly decorated t- uh, cast members of all time. You can catch them in Hollywood Studios working there right now still, right? Yep. Hollywood Studios. Uh, outdoor outdoor vending. He can, like, does he, like, hand out ice cream or is he, like... You know, I think burgers? he said, since he's more of an elite cast member, he told right. me that um, what he does is, like, the obviously the outdoor food carts are going to need restocked and things like that so so he um brings the food from the back to the carts and he has to know 
when each one is like close to running out of food and stuff like that. So he's got to be able to bring it out on time, make sure the carts are well stocked and things like that. That is not a job anybody could do. That's but, a job just for Paxton. But let's get into this. Phil, please. God, yeah. One, please. So one of uh, Paxton, Paxton, probably one of the, the most frequent visitors of this restaurant, probably close to once or twice a week. Uh, it's, he goes to Cooks of Dublin at Disney Springs. And might I say, it was very good when we went. But he just, he enjoys it so much. You got to get the beer-battered burger. I That's probably up there in my top five burgers. Uh, well, like the first time we had it, it was super good. And like, I went to get it like two other times. It just wasn't as good as the first time I had it. Really? Maybe, maybe your expectations were just so high and then you're kind of just let down. But no, it's a really good burger. And like... Paxton doesn't even have a podcast, and Cooks of Dublin is already trying to sponsor Paxton's podcast. <laughs> no, it was it was excellent. Like I really hope Paxton's invests in stock there because like he'd be making bank. <laughs> Just basically investing in himself. Right. But go check out Cooks of Dublin, Disney Springs. You know, it's not that expensive, and you get some. No. Um. Next on the Paxton, uh, Paxton's choice is Pecos Bills and Magic Kingdom. Pecos Bills, if you've ever gone to like a Chipotle or a Qdoba, it's like a higher class of one of those. You can basically, it's a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. maybe most self explanatory, quick service, really good. It's and almost like the Frontierland version of Cosmic Rays to like Cafe. But super good. Highly recommend it. Um, I always got the chicken tacos. And it's basically just tacos you make at home. And this makes it. And their queso is phenomenal. Get chips and queso there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Phil, (laughs) I know that you helped Paxton have a meal every night. But when you weren't available, I know you. this, this is close to Paxton's heart. And I want you to explain it, please. Yeah, so, I mean, there's those times when you just don't have a car and your friends are working and you're thinking, I have no food. How am I ever going to get that nice juicy burger from McDonald's delivered to my apartment? Well, Paxton's choice is Uber Eats. He really enjoys getting that McDonald's delivered. For the hefty price of like an additional five dollars, I mean, wouldn't you say? I think Uber Eats is a little expensive. Yeah, you got to do that delivery fee plus the tip in. Who knows? The driver that picks up your food probably takes like three fries from you. Probably. I mean, I would. I'm just kidding. I mean, uh, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, but like nobody's ever gonna notice if you take a couple fries. No kidding. Uh, but yeah, uh, Uber Eats is an option. Yes. Don't recommend it, but yeah. Paxton's choice. <laughs> it's Paxton's choice, and you know, one of the most elite Disney members out there, he knows what he's talking about. Um, you guys are probably wondering what the joke is. Uh, sometimes Paxton would just be relaxing in the apartment, 
then he would just get up and leave and he would come back like a minute later with McDonald's and we'd be like, Jackson, where the heck did you get that? And he'd always go, Uber Eats. And I'm like, all right. And we'd get her like a few, like more three, four times a week. And then there's this one day he was like sitting there and he goes, I'm hungry. I'm like, cook something. He goes, ah, I'm like, get Uber Eats. He goes, ah, it's getting to be too expensive. <laughs> he's there was a there was one point in the program where he was definitely he was watching his finances a little bit closer and well, he said he's like i'm spending way too much money on uber eats <laughs> but the second to last this is the last one for paxton's choice but you just hold on there's more food to be talked about don't you worry <laughs> but the last thing on paxton's choice is texas styled fried chicken but there's a, there's more to the the fried chicken paxton loves 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 to leave his mess out during the night so it smells like rotting chicken in the morning oh. nothing like it phil well you cut out there for a second what'd you say oh geez do i have to repeat that uh you you said the you said the Paxton's mess overnight thing, but I didn't hear what you said after that. I said, "Ah, oh, you love to hear it, Phil, don't you?" Oh yes, yep. Uh, Paxton, this is all good fun. If you're listening to this, we love you. Yeah. We love you. We hope to have you on a future podcast. Well, not me, Phil. Phil, Phil, Phil hopes to have you on a future podcast. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Gotta love Paxton. Yeah, Great Paxton. guy. Paxton, you brought a lot of humor in the household. It's a, It's been about a year and a half since we've left the program, so you should be able to handle all this the disrespect. You can <laughs> you can make a diss track on me on YouTube, whatever, and I'll know it's all fun. But we we appreciate you, Paxton, and your and your uh, mess after the fried chicken. It was good fried chicken, though. I'll give him. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Fried chicken, best one I've, I've ever had. Yeah. So, but now on to a. Um, well-deserved finale. Yes, well-deserved finale. Most likely a future sponsor of this show. They don't expect that what's going to happen next. I don't know what we did wrong. <laughs> Go ahead, Anthony. So, y'all, y'all know some days you just get really hungry, but then you look in your wallet and it's a little low. What if I told you as a cast member you could go somewhere for $7 every day and have all you can eat? High quality pizza. Dessert. Large drink. That place, ladies and gentlemen, is CeCe's Pizza Buffet. You love to hear it. There's about five locations within the two-mile radius from the apartment. <laughs> Sometimes you can go play some mini golf and go get CeCe's afterwards. Sometimes you can go shopping and go to get CC's afterwards. No matter where you are around the Patterson, Chatham. Oh God, what's the other one? Commons. Commons area, and even Vista Way. and even Vista Way. CC's is there for you, cast members. Just bring in your blue ID, show them seven dollars CC's Pizza Buffet. High quality pizza, high quality uh, management, high quality service. CC's. You'll have the time of your life. Use code CAST15 and get 50 cents off your next purchase at CC's. 
Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Though I have no idea what you're talking about. It'd be like cast 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you already get a discount. We ain't going to give you more. Is this Disney? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that is our last uh, food place. That is the last food place. We hope you enjoyed hearing about the food places. Obviously, there's so many more. We just wanted to touch up on a little bit. This episode has already been really long. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry I'm not anything like Jeremy again. I like constructive criticism. (laughs) Yeah, so guys, uh, please do leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts if that's what you're listening on. Um, Give us a one star if you don't like us. We won't take it personally. Uh, leave us a comment or even DM us. Let us know that you're a, you're a fan and you're a listener. We love to hear it. If you or any of your friends would like to be a guest on our show as a cast member, we are more than welcome to have you. Uh, we enjoy reaching out to anybody and hearing their cast member story. Everybody's got their own unique story. And uh, it's actually kind of cool that Disney's coming out with that uh, One Day at Disney documentary. I really really feel like that's it's funny. That's what Jeremy and I try to do with this podcast. And Disney took it with a super big budget and made it into a documentary. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, We're looking forward to many more episodes and many more cast members. So we'll see you next time on cast conversations. Anthony, any last second things you'd like to say? Let's get the brand bag. Jeremy hashtag going. Um, follow my Instagram at uh, Boschmaster 3000 and my YouTube at clickbaiter uh, 2000. Wait. Yeah. Clickbaiter 2000 is my YouTube. Um, Bosch, I, re- I actually recognized in the last podcast, I spelled my last name wrong and I'm truly embarrassed by it. You spelled your own last name wrong. I don't want to talk about it. I was in a rush. Um, but Bosch Masters, B-O-S-C-H, Master 3000. Follow me. DM me. Tell me. Give me some constructive criticism over a DM. I'm waiting for it. I'll be nice. Anyway, that's all I got. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time on Cast Conversations. Thank you.